Shabbat shalom, everyone. Shabbat shalom. Good job. Good to be in the house again. I've been gone for a while. Episode 151, Hebrew Congregation of Houston. Episode 151. So I've been out doing my missionary work. You know, I don't post a lot about that, um, but um, you have to serve. Uh, if your schedule, like I said, is set and someone call you, you need to serve. There's a, a lot of death been going on in the land. Also, uh, the Lord has been giving me desires in my heart. Some things have been personal that I've been traveling about. But uh, Easter keeping it real. We're gonna start with Easter keeping it real. If you know me, anyone who knows me, Ethel or Easter or Ethel Easter or Ethel Easter Disney, no, I've been through some trials and tribulations. And if you're wondering how I got through them, you need to take note today. You need to take note today. God really put this on my heart about life and death. I've been attending a lot of funerals. I've been, um, people have been in mourning and different things going on. So let's talk about life and death. Death, what is death? Death is the devil. Death is Satan. Death is darkness. We have been reborn again. That's life. There's life in that. Life is God. Life is the Lord. Life is repentance. Life is Yahweh. What is she talking about? We don't experience death. Listen to me. A lot of times people say, oh, to be absent from the body is present with the Lord. What does that mean? That means life, eternal life. People are experiencing when they cross over, when they trans, tra uh, transition. They're not dying. Eternal life to be with him. Layman term, let's go to layman term. If you serve certain Satan, you will die and your soul will be tormented. That's in layman term. All right, let's go to the Bible about this. All right, listen up on this. This is gonna uh, really help you, some people who's been struggling with some things. Luke 16, 22 through 29, Luke 16. Let's start at verse 22. And this talks about the, what the rich man and Lazarus, right? It says, desiring to be fed with crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. More so ever, the dogs came and licked the sores. So it was that the beggar died and he was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. That was Lazarus, right? And the rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments and Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw that Abraham afar and Lazarus in his bosom hell being tormented the rich man and then he cried out and said father abraham have mercy on me and send lazarus that he may dip and tip on his finger in the water and cool my tongue for i am tormented in flames but abraham said son remember that in your lifetime you receive your good things and likewise uh, lazarus evil things but now he is comforted and you are tormented it was too late for that. He was saying while you was living, because you have so many rich people, and for some reason they think they're getting this on their own. They get wealthy and they forget where they come from. They forget that God, our Yahweh, is the Almighty that has given them these things, right? And so then he said, and besides all this between us, and there is a great gulf fixed, so that there who wants to pass from here to come cannot, nor can those from there come to us. So you can't come between the two. 
when it's done and over, when the breath has left your body, the soul now, he's dealing with the soul. And we're on 27. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, father, that you will send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. He said, go save my family. That's what he's asking. And then Abraham said to him, they have Moses and the prophets and let them hear them. You have us, you have the rabbi, you have minister Griff, you have these ministers and teachers and preachers on the board, let you hear them while you have life. They're showing you the way, the commandments, the contract agreement, the rabbi been talking about, okay? You still have time, there's still opportunity, okay? And so layman term, if you serve Yahshua or Yahweh, your soul never dies. Revelation, let's go to the Bible, 21 and four says, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more, shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore for the former things has passed away. The flesh has passed away. Dirt this flesh was and dirt is going to be. It's going back. But your soul, that's what we concern about is your soul. Okay? But 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 I didn't get to say God good, goodbye and I and I and this and that. It's it wasn't God holds the time in his hand. You have no control. That's how I've gotten through this. He holds life and death, not you. That person doesn't have to cry anymore. They're not in any pain. You're the one they're worried about. That man, when he was in hell being tormented, he asked that his family be saved. Our ancestors right now, they're, they're intercessing for us. Yahshua sitting on the right-hand side, intercessing prayer that we may be saved because we still have breath in our body. We still have an opportunity to serve. We still have an opportunity to get it right. We have an opportunity to repent. To get closer to the Lord, our Yahweh. And for the ones that are left behind, let me give you Isaiah. Those broken heart ones. The one that just can't get past it. Isaiah 40 and 31 says, But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. That's me. I had to go to the Lord with all my situations, okay? And if I, he's no respect of a person. If I had to, you have to, to give me strength. Sometimes people, how does she keep this energy going? How does she stay happy? I have my good days. I have my bad days. But he, he is my strength. And when I get tired, I look for him who cometh my help. The Lord facing the east, praying. We're telling you how we get through these things. We have our trials and tribulations. This is how I've gotten through it. He said, I shall walk and not faint. Do you know his promises? Are you reading his word? I, I gave it to you. Luke 16, 20 through, through 29, being tormented. I gave you Revelations 21 through 4. He's, there is no pain no more. They're in a better place. We are not meant to be here forever. It's not if, it's when. 
when we gonna cross over. And for the ones who hear, do not think, do not get weary. God, you said you'll help me. You said you'll give me the wings like an eagle, Lord. Give him his word back. I'm talking to somebody today. I'm full today. Let's talk about right now. Where you at right now? God has given us green pastures in a, in a, ruba, a ruhaba. What is she talking about? Green pastures, a ruhaba. Green pastures meaning is leaving a situation you are in for something you think will be much better. Your green pastures. Psalm 20, 23 and 2 says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. What is that? That is fresh grass. It's fresh, a fresh anointing, new, innovative. I'm preaching to somebody today. She's preaching today, yeah. Easter keeping it real today. Somebody need to get this. Somebody need to get this. If you in pain, you brokenhearted, you in a situation, or you afraid, this will release you. I know because it's released me. God's word is fresh every day. And he delights in feeding us. His word is fresh every day. He delights in, free, in feeding us. The rule, the Rehoboth, R-E-H-O-B-O-T-H. What's the meaning of that? The Lord has given us room and we will flourish in the land. Abraham's promise. We're living off his promise because his obedience with the covenant, right? So if you read on Genesis 26 and 22, if you go to Genesis 26 and 22, it talks about Isaac. And I'm just going to uh, paraphrase on this. So Isaac had some land. He was flourishing in the land. He had a hundredfold. He had a blessings expanded in the land with cattle and money and different things. They got, they got jealous because he had dug for the water, okay? And so they said, you got to get up out of here. That king said, you got to go. Jealousy. So he left. He went to another land where Abraham had been. And he reopened the wells that his father Abraham had. And they said, you know what? You got to go. He was flourishing again. And so Genesis 26 and, 20, uh, 26 and 22 says he moved on from there and dug another well. And there was no quarrels over it. Nobody cared about it. It was like out of nowhere. And he named it Rehoboth, Rehoboth, saying, now the Lord has given us room and he will flourish us in the land. Wow. And then they came back and apologized to him, that first king, because you know him and Rebecca, they had, they had fled and he had said, Rebecca was his sister, you gotta read the story. And he said, I know God is with you. You didn't move to three areas and you have expanded and you have done well. His promises. He knew his daddy's promises. We are under that. We are under Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. We are under those promises. Expand your territory right now. What is she talking about? The green pastures. I was in a situation and it wasn't going right. I had to leave Erie. I had to come and, and to Meville. I had to go on my journey to Houston, Texas. Now I'm in Katy. 
He has expanded my territory. You got to get up out of that situation sometime. You got to change your name sometime. You got to change who you are, your attitude sometime. You got to change your serving. You got to change your praise. You got to get around different people. If it's not working, Minister Griffith tell you he didn't went from, from Denver to California. Now he's here expanding his territory and God ain't done with this yet. Rehoba, walking your Rehoba, your land, your territory. Give it to God, the green pastures, innovative, fresh anointing, fresh ideas, not being fearful, walking in it. I hope this is marinating your spirit. The devil don't want you to have increase. He don't want you to heal. He, he don't want, he want you to feel like that was your fault with this death. That was your fault in that situation. That was your fault that you didn't bring your family out of there. That that was your fault. It's not. You don't hold life and death in your hand. He has all power. God holds all power. And he wants to heal you. He said it, Isaiah 40 and 31, like an eagle, mount up. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. God, you told me this, help me, because I'm feeling weary right now. I don't want to faint. My family needs me. I, I need to go do my missionary work. I need to fast and pray. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, not even a weapon you formed against yourself. God, I have this fleshly thing that's going on. I need you to help me. He will give you a way out. He will protect you, I know, because he's done it for me and he'll do it for you. I'm talking to somebody right now. They can't even come near you. Those demons can't even say nothing to you. If you call upon which come as help, if you call upon our Yahweh, help me, lead me, guide me mold me give me a new heart the hebrew congregation of houston what are they talking about we're talking about deliverance here we're talking about your soul we're talking about getting closer to yah we're talking about love this ain't for the weak it's not for the weak you're gonna have attack are you gonna faint? Are you gonna brush it off and get back up? You gonna have attacks? Are you gonna stay around those people in that situation? Or are you gonna put your stuff in the car and let's go? And then sometimes you gotta stand there and fight. And I'm not talking about physically, in spiritual fight. And then when God tell you it's time to go, like he told Isaac, then it's time to go. Because he's going to bless it wherever you go. Can't no devil in hell stop a movement of God. Thank you. Shay, ho, 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 okay, Shay. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. I know what he'll do. I know where I came from. He mended my broken heart. He helped my situation. 
He brought me my soulmate. It ain't always good, but he's in the midst of it. When he's in the midst of it, it's going to be right. He makes it right. Peace be still. I just needed to pour that out to somebody today because people are hurting right now and they don't know how to get through it. I'm telling you how to get through it. I've been there. Quit playing games with people with this pettiness. It's time out for it because I'm not dealing with it. And if you're one of the people that's being petty, you know who you are, you calling me, and I don't answer, that's why. Because people are hurting, and I'm on, I'm on some missionary work right now. I'm, I'm in my green pastures right now. I'm expanding my territory right now. I got holes being dug in my yard right now. But God, the almighty Yah, blessings are coming down. I'm over there trying to bless somebody else and they just falling in my window. Thank you. Hallelujah. Shay, hey, hey, thank you. I don't care how rich you get, you better praise him. Cause if you know like that Luke, uh, what I just read out of Luke 16, you can't take that money with you. Nothing belongs to you anyway. It all belongs to him. The mics are open. Anybody want to uh, comment on what I just said? Thank you. Sometimes it's good not to say anything. Just let it marinate in your spirit. I'm going to play a quick song. I missed y'all too. <laughs> She, she over here being real. He knows my name. He knows my name. Are you all here? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
I'm praying for the ones who aren't here today, the Daniel family, Minister Mike, Apostle Dr. Benjamin Moore. We, we just pray for our brothers and sisters. Everybody who's under the sound, we thank you. to his servant. He loves you. No mountain can stop me. Thank you. We thank you for the rabbi, the first lady, Minister Griffey. Thank you for the Griffey family. Hey, 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 thank you, Lord. We thank you for my husband. You better thank them. People are hurting right now. Whatever family you got, you better hold on. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you for the green pasture. I trust you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Father God. We thank you for another opportunity, Lord. We thank you for your blessings, Lord. We ask that you just forgive us. Anything we said or done that is not of you, Lord, we repent before you, Father, dear God. We ask that you just keep us and mold us and shape us and lead us. We ask that there's breakthroughs right now, Father, dear God, that the sky is open on this Shabbat right now, Father, God. We thank you for opening the skies and blessings are coming through right now. And people are being healed right now, Father, dear God, as transition is going on right now, Father, dear God, that the life is being restored in them, Father, dear God, that healing is done with no more pain. You said no more tears, no more heartaches, Father, God. We ask that the ones that are left behind, Father, that we don't grow weary and doing well, Father God, that you just go ahead and show up and show out, Father God, and find our hiding place, Father God, when we cry out, you said your path would be straight to your children. Hey, 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 we thank you for your path being straight. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for the peace and the guidance. We thank you that we are the chosen ones, Father to God. We thank you that nothing can separate us from your love, Lord. We thank you for the ministers, the teachers, the prophets, the, the rabbis, the bishops. We thank you for your servers, Father God. We thank you for the ones who clean the church, Lord. We thank you for the, for the homeless ones right now, Father God, that they will be fed, Lord. We thank you that the riches will come, the rich man will come to his senses right now, and his brothers will be saved, Father God that he will give and he will help the needy, Lord. It's not too late for him as he has breath in his body, Lord. We thank you that your spirit will rest and abide upon your people. We thank you for being the chosen ones. We, we thank you for being the head and not the tail. We thank you for the awakening, our identity and how to move forward, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We lift your name on high. We take nothing for granted, not the food on our table, not the clothes on our back, Lord. Just not a smile on our face that we can give somebody joy and love. Just a hug. We thank you for the attitudes that are changing right now, the negativity that's gone. We thank you for shutting it off right now. We shut the devil's mouth. We thank you that the fiery darts aren't penetrating us, the armor, the breastplate of armor of the Lord that's wrapped around us. We thank you for the anointing that we will not prostitute it. We thank you, Lord, for the offerings and the tithes. We thank you, Lord, they're going into the land, into your people, into the temple is built. We thank you, Lord, that you saw fit to see, give us another opportunity in a day to serve you and your people. We thank you, Lord, and we trust you. And we lift your name on high. This we ask, and our Yahshua and our Yahweh name, amen. We thank you, Rabbi Afshalom, being your cove and your beautiful wife, First Lady, Sister Lisa. We give it to you now. Our uh, parashah coming from Numbers 16 through 18 up to the 32nd uh, verse. 
numbers 16 through 18. Our new parish, y'all, will be numbers 19 through 22. So you need to read that next week. Numbers 19 through 22 up to the first verse. We give it to you, our Rabbi Afshalom being your cold. Thank you. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. So we find ourselves here again. And today we're going to look at uh, the parashah. But I, and I'm going to read just a little bit of it. And then maybe we have a little discussion. And um, I have to acknowledge that we're in the summer months right now. And, and, uh, and a lot of people are taking, especially if you're a school teacher or, or someone that deals with the school system, you're taking this opportunity to travel, visit your family and just spend time with your family. Do that as much as you possibly can because um, as a quote Easter spoke earlier about transitioning, we don't call it death, we call it transitioning. Um, we never know. And sometimes some are transitioned early to keep them from going through different troubles in their lives. And so that we're going to see a lot of people leaving, right? Transitioning to the other side. Uh, we'll miss the camaraderie and we'll miss the fellowship. We'll miss their voices and we'll miss them. But we have to believe, according to the scripture, that we will meet again. Some say that there's a transmigration that takes place and we see them sooner than that. Transmigration, many uh, are taught against believing in the transmigration. So what we're talking about when we say transmigration is reincarnation. And so um, I see a hand, uh, Moray Griffin, you, you got your hand up? Oh, maybe. Uh, no, I didn't have mine up, Rabbi. Okay, yeah, it, it's got a hand up in the screen. I was looking at that, okay. Anyway, so we're looking at the the parashah, which is a, a chapter 16 in the book of, of Numbers. Or uh, Bamidbar, if I see it in Hebrew. And it starts off uh, uh, about a rebellion, right? And... <laughs> Rebellious, rebellion can cause you to lose your all. Oh, it can cause you to lose your life, you know, and 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 everything that you have. And it and it doesn't when you rebel against authority, not just any authority, but when you rebel against our father's authority, you put at risk your whole family. So you see these that a lot of people, a lot of families <clears throat> reject the Torah reject the word of God and you know it causes problems <clears throat> but that's not for everyone okay it's for the children of Israel remember this 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 contract that we're in is between our father and his children or the children of of, of Yaakov renamed Yisrael that's who the covenant is against so when we rebel, when our parents who are under that contract agreement, under the descendant of, of Yaakov, it's harder on us than it is for the nation. You have to understand that. 
because we're held to a higher standard of living than the rest of the world. We are commanded not to follow the ways of the world. This is very important. We do not get ourselves entangled into the ways of the world. And so it's imperative that we, we who are in the, what we call the revival of the house of Israel, it is important for us that when your time comes for the revelation of the truth, that you do not rebel against the truth as you read it for yourself. And this is one of the reasons why we always read straight from the, the, the writings or, or the Torah. And, and sometimes, oftentimes, I like to incorporate the Show or the letters because the foundation of those letters comes from the Torah. And, and so for you, who are of the house of Israel, for you that have accepted the contract agreement, you are responsible to walk this walk and not rebel against the leadership. Now the leadership, actually, you've heard the saying, uh, you know, they kill the messenger, don't kill the messenger. Well, the leadership over you are, if they're teaching Torah, if they're teaching from the manuscripts, they're speaking or spokesman for the most high. And so when you rebel against them, you're not rebelling against them, but you're rebelling against he who created all things, our father in heaven, Yah, rebel against him. And there's a, there is a consequence for your actions. So let me just read a little bit from that, and then uh, we'll take it from there. So Korah, the Midbar, or Numbers chapter 16, and it says, now Korah, the son of Yechar, the son of Yechar, the son of Levi, and, and, and Dathan, and Averim, Averam, the sons of Aliab, and On, the son of Pelet of the sons of Reuben, took men and they rose up before Moshe with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of assembly that regularly summoned to the congregation, men of renown. They gathered themselves together against Moshe, Moshe and against Aaron. So this is a, a case study of what can happen to you when you rebel against the authority of the most high. Rebellion takes shape and form in different ways. You've heard of people being passive aggressive. You know, they look like they're, they're, they're doing obedient, but they're, they're just on the outside, they're doing it. Inside, they never change. And they're actually rebelling against you. You have a, a you know, I use my puppy to do it. He, he'll get in trouble. He'll lay down on, on his stomach because so he's, he's going to rebel, he's rebelling against you. In a way, that's his passive aggressive. Uh, <laughs> but he's going to do what he's going to do anyway. People are like that. In the congregation, in the, in the church, or in the synagogue, they're all about Yah. But when they get home, it's a whole different thing. And that's rebellion. That's a form of rebellion. Then there's the open rebellion, like Korah, and this group that was with him. Now, I understand that these men had position in the kingdom. 
in the congregation. They had position. They were Levitical, from the Levitical tribe, uh, uh, you know, but they wanted the priesthood. Most say, what, you want the priesthood too? It's not enough that you're elevated. You're already elevated, but now you want to go above that. And and under, Moshe understanding what they were doing, he you know he 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 was afraid for their life because he understood the consequences of what they were doing. They were rebelling against the authority of the Most High. And and as we you as you read down there, you see where where you know and not only that, when they called and said, look, we, let's let's have a discussion on it. Let's let's get together. They said, no, we're not coming out. We're not coming out. No, go on. We're not coming. That's that's the rebellion that's going to cost you your life. And not only that, your children's life. So we're talking to the children of Israel. This, each Shabbat we come, we're talking to the children of Israel. We are looking for them. We're, we're, we're trying to get the children of Israel to come back. Because you're not rebelling against the words that we're giving to you according to the Torah, from the Torah, when we read from the Torah. You're rebelling against he who sent us, placed us here for such a time as this. And we plead with you each and every Shabbat, come back to the Torah. Come back to your first love. Because if you don't, after you've heard the truth, and after it's been read to you, and you still rebel, refuse to come back, that's open rebellion. That's what it is. And so we under, you wonder why things are not changing in your life, you know, in your community, in your homes, because we're openly rebelling against the Torah of Yah. Okay. So, so having said that, and, and for the sake of time, I'm going to go over, right? I'm going to go over um, to the Brit Shah, the letters, which many of us, because of this scattering of us amongst the nations and being placed in the, and especially us who here in the United States. Um, this is pertaining to, and I'm really, my appeal is for those that are here, right? In this country, most first to the Israelites that are here in this country. Uh, and then to those that are scattered into England and South America, Central America, the, still, the, the appeal still goes to you and all but my main is for those that are near and you know um, basically most of them are our relatives our close relatives if you're here in this country because of what happened to us in this country you know and many here in this country came from the Car caribbean and came here but this message again is appealing to the children of israel following the same path yeshua hamashiach did when he was they said i'm here for the lost Children of Israel. Okay, so this is what. So in the book of Romans, for you who are, are staunch believers in Yeshua, okay, this is, I want you to show you the, the, the consequences of rebelling against the Torah. And we are seeing this open in society right now. Okay. So it says, and again, Uh, I'm going to expose something in just a minute, but I, I have to be very careful with it. So I'm not going to name any names of congregations, but I will say this is happening. Okay. All right. So verse six, six verse 16 in the Brit Hadashah uh, letter 
to the Romans, attributed to Shaul, the rebellious, he was kind of, they look at him as a rebellious person because of some of, some of the teachings that he has, but that's a story from another for another time. Verse 16 starts like this. For I'm not ashamed of the good news. I'm reading from Aramaic translation. For I'm not ashamed of the good news, for it is the power of Elohim to life, okay? To all who believe in it, whether, they, uh, whether first they are of the Jews or whether they are of the Arameans, okay? So it says, for in it is revealed the righteousness of Elohim from faith to faith. As it is written, the righteous by faith will live. Okay. It says, for the wrath of Elohim from heaven is revealed against all iniquity and wickedness of men who hold the truth in iniquity because a knowledge of Elohim is manifested in them. Listen at this. The knowledge of Elohim is manifested in them. He says, for Elohim has manifested him in it, uh, it in them. For Elohim has manifested it in them. He tells us that something's going on. You know, like with Korah, there's something going on with Korah. He rebelled. He says, for from the foundations of the world. Remember? Last week, I said the Torah was before the foundation. It was to, to, to Shem, to Shem, to, to Abraham. All right. This is, this is what he's talking about from the foundations of the world. 2,000 years before the earth came into being, the Torah was in operation. Because the, the, the foundation for the world was created through the words from Torah. Okay. So it says, from the foundation, the hidden things of Elohim are seen by the mind and the things he created, even eternal power and divinity, so that they might be without excuse. He's taken away the cloak. Today, the cloak of ignorance is being removed through those who have returned to the Torah. We can reveal the truth. The cloak of ignorance is being removed. That, that conditioning that you, you have been under being born in the diaspora is being exposed. It's being expunged. It's being removed. All the all the things that the world has placed upon you are removed through the power of the word, the Torah. If you submit to it, because they knew Elohim and did not glorify Him and give thanks to Him as Elohim, but because became vain in their imagination and their unwise heart was darkened. So you accept Yeshua as your Mashiach, but you refuse to obey his commands. This brings about, this is a form of rebellion. When someone comes to you and say, return to the Torah, return to the, the commandments, obey the commandments, and you refuse to do so, that is open rebellion. There's consequence for that. He says, and while they thought within themselves that they were wise, you know, they tell you, you don't need the Torah, you don't need the Old Testament. 
they think they're wise and they start running all these big words on you, you being controlled by the spirits of the other side, not understanding it. He says, they became fools. One who rejects the Torah becomes foolish or a fool. He says, and they changed the glory of the incorruptible Elohim into the likeness of the image of a corruptible man. Oh, you see that in a lot of houses, in a lot of churches. They have two pictures, one of the pastor or the shepherd and one of the, what is this other person's name? JC. And they're actually worshiping this image, calling him God. Israelites never saw an image. They only heard the voice and heard the sound. He did that for a purpose, specific purpose, so that he knew that at this time, people were going to look at and worship a man. Long blonde hair and blue eyes. They think he's six feet tall, but in the, but the true Yeshua was nowhere close to six foot and never blue eyed and blonde hair. He was a man sent on a specific mission. Mashiach, a leader. Okay, but he came to die. He says, into the likeness of birds and four-legged animals. And reptiles on earth. Now, a lot of people that do that, you just don't know it. They do it in hidden things, right? They do it in hiding. And they still do it. You know, they worship that eagle. You know, the eagle represented the United States. The eagle with the claws in it. And they worship it. They said, do you love America? Do you love it? When you start loving, say, yes, I love it. And asking me, do I love it? That tells me you're worshiping that eagle. See, you don't know that. Because they've conditioned you not to understand that. Your, your understanding has been darkened. And they get shocked when you say, no, I don't love it. I'll be, I live here. I'll be a good citizen. I'll pay my taxes. I even serve in the military. But that doesn't mean I love it. That means I'm doing what is necessary to keep it safe for the children of Israel while they're here, to keep the peace, help protect us while we're here. But my allegiance is to Yah. You know, in, in the Haftorah, it talks about how the Israelites wanted a king. And so the Lord gave them a king. But that was open rebellion against him being their king. They didn't understand that. Israel openly rebelled against the father by saying, we want a king. He gave them a king. A man, a man after, their, after their own heart. And not a man after his heart, but after their heart. Wasn't even of the tribe of Judah, by the way. The scepter comes from Judah. Yeshua comes from the line of Judah. Okay. For this cause, Elohim gave them up to, to the field to feel their lust, the lust of their hearts. So you understand that because of your rebellion, he allows you to be controlled and ruled by the other side in actuality. Okay. Even though you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, if you still rebel and don't come back to the Torah, he's going to give you up. So that you think you're a prophet, you think you're being led by the spirit, but you're being actually controlled by the other side. Why is that? Because of the open rebellion of not returning to the Torah. And so because you do that, many of the congregations allow that which is forbidden in your congregation and to lead in your congregation, your song, your music ministry your dance ministry, oftentimes are controlled by, are led by those that are in open rebellion. And because the leadership has allowed them to come in because of their gifts and talents, the father doesn't take away the gifts and the talents. They're always there, but you can use them for evil or good. And 
again, and you can be in passive aggressive, right? In other words, you're there every Sunday. You're there for every Sabbath, but you're still opening, you're still rebelling when you're not seen. But it's, it's revealed in your actions oftentimes, even though you try to hide them. He says, to dishonor their bodies with, with them. Now I pray that this don't get you kicked off. <laughs> I, don't, I hope pray this don't get you kicked off, but I'm reading it straight out of the, out of the book. Oh, it, it doesn't matter what I've been doing because they have been blocking us lately, Facebook. I've been uh, feeding it through YouTube. So any way it goes, it's going to get posted. Yeah, okay. And they changed the truth of Elohim into a lie. All right? You don't have to keep the Torah. You don't need the laws. That's the Old Testament. They changed the truth to a lie. Open rebellion. And worship and serve the creative things that man that sits up there with the blonde, the blonde hair and the blue eyes and they bow down and worship him. This is JC. Much more than the creator of them and to whom belong glory and blessing forever and ever. Amen. For this cause, here we go. Because of the open rebellion, see, Dathan, they were swallowed up in the earth. He used the elements of the earth. But for you, yours is going to be worse because you know better. He says, for this cause, Elohim gave them up to a vile passion. Here we go, Cody. Here we go. We're getting into it now. You know, for their females changed the use of their natures and employed that which is unnatural. Do you see that today? Pride month. Do you see that today? Got the, these books that are geared toward the children. Rainbow color and worshiping, worshiping the Satan in open, open rebellion. It's no longer hidden. It's open. It's satanic. He says, and so also their males set aside the use of the female, which is natural, and burned with lust toward one another. You know, I hear some radio commentary that said, the Bible, what would Jesus say about that? What would Jesus say about that? Well, this is what he said right here. See? So if you don't know what you're talking about, shut your mouth. Go back and read some Torah. And then and you can come here to the letter and breathe out a shot and see it. Because this came from the book of, 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 of Exodus, and it comes from the book of Leviticus. The same thing it tells you, don't do this. Tells us don't follow this pattern. And it says, it says, do not agree with them or be in league with them. So when you go to congregation and you see these things take, they're talking about Pride Week, Pride Month, or whatever it is, and they're allowing these people to the this element to rule in the world, you know, the praise and worship service. That opens us up to the, the, the rule Kakodesh, to the to the to anointing of the Father flowing, and you got somebody that is openly rebelling against the truth because somebody say you are homophobic because you speak against it and you and you fall in line with the, the world system you got another king over you you're in open rebellion i i hate to be hard like that but but you know if i don't tell the truth if i don't read it out of the book so you can hear it and then you can go and find it yourself you see, I will be in error. So this is not Rob Absalom speaking. This is your book. 
And that's, it's, is, true. it's true. And then what the world will tell you is, oh, we're not under the Old Testament. That's how they they always, when you when you pull it out, oh, we're not under the old, we're under the new. That's a lie from the pit of hell too. It's yeah. the Bible is the Bible. It doesn't change. It does not change. He does not change. Okay? So when the men, again, pride month all over, right? It's all over. And there is a problem. And, there's, and there is a punishment for that in this day and in this time, and it follows twice. A male, for, what it says, let me read that again, verse 27 again, for all you have missed it. And so also the males set aside the use of the female, which is natural and burned with lust toward one another and male with, with male. There's no code in that. That's straight out. So when you say come back to the to the keep the Shabbat, and they say, well, the scripture show me straight up where it says that. When the word of God speaks, it speaks clearly. There is no mistake of it. And it explains itself several times what he means when he writes it. And if you wonder, if you say that Yeshua is the word of God, then yes, this is Yeshua right here. If you want to see the word of God, yeah, and he is saying he is agreeing with the word, the Torah. Okay. And it's, it's not by accident that Lucifer was what a fallen musical angel and that a lot of gay men are over our music. There's a lot of gay men in the church over the music. Yeah. This song is about people like me. You know, you're not pretty enough. You know, you know, you know, you don't know what that song is about, do you? Listen to that song. You're not pretty enough. You know, you're not smart enough. People with uh, that song, when you listen to it, you find out what it's talking about. Okay. And it says they did what was shameful and received in their their core substance the just recompense of their error. You know, they they got these commercials out and they talk about uh, hiding HIV. It's not showing up. You know, you see, see, you see, see, they know what's the recompense is in the body. They know it. And so they're, they're, they're trying to, you know, fix it. But let's open rebellion. And you know the truth. If you didn't know before, you know it now. If, you, if, you, if, you, if your shepherd didn't, your rohi didn't teach you this, hasn't been teaching this, well, you're getting it now from Rob Absalom. All right. And by the way, I'm not just talking about the Christian church, I'm talking about Jewish synagogues doing the same thing. Celebrating Pride Month. I was so shocked. I told Brother Griffin to go to a certain place. And then I, I had to, uh, I'm glad he did, didn't go there. Brother Griffin, I hope you didn't go there. But I'm not going to say the name of it. But but they're, they're celebrating Pride Week. It's a synagogue. Used to be a conservative synagogue here in Houston, Texas. Pride. Oh, I'm exposing somebody. You know who I'm talking about. If you, you and I know you do listen sometimes. You know who I'm talking about. You know who you are. And not just one synagogue either. So Christian brothers, I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about all those who say they're in contract agreement with the Yah and are doing things contrary to the Torah. You're in open rebellion and you still have time to repent. But those who are operating in the lifestyle, that lifestyle, you have time to repent. Teshuvah, come back. Change your direction, your trajectory. Change 
while you hear it, while you have time. See, Korah could have could have uh, repented, and the meeting was for Korah and the rest of them to repent. Some of them repented, but Korah and his group, Dayton, Dayton, you know, they refused. They would not repent. You have time to repent now. Come back to the right side, all right? Come back to the tree of life. And that's what it means. This is the tree of life. This gives you life. This, this will tear down that thing, that, that conditioning that you've been in, and they're continually trying to, con trying to condition our children to accept this, talking about binary, you know, children being, at, what do they call them, at pronouns, going by pronouns. And the, and the parents in California, you know, lose their children because they refuse to obey, to submit to this foolishness in this country. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's openly um, was accepted in one political party. All right? It's openly accepted and pushed by one political party. Now the other side does it too, but they just don't do it openly. They're 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 doing it undercover, or we call it progressive. You know, but, you know, they're doing it. Don't oh, don't think that just one party is doing it. Both of them are doing it. One just does it openly, and the other one hides it. But they do it. If you don't think that they have those those types of people, you look around and you'll see they're there, and you say, well, how can you be on that side if they, you know? Because they're all the same. One's just open. One is passive aggressive. Others are still doing it. All right. So it says they did what was shameful and received in their core substance the just recompense of their error. So there is a price that you're going to pay for rebelling against the Torah. And this is all, this is what it's all about. This Korah. It's about rebellion. But in there, you still have an opportunity in your. If you, if someone tells you that what you're doing is against the Torah, the contract agreement, that, and you hear this, and they read it out of the contract agreement, that means that Yah is being merciful to you. His mercy and grace is being extended to you. You say that there's no mercy and grace in the in the in the Torah in the in the in the Old Testament. There was always, just as there is today. Korah had an opportunity and Dathan had an opportunity to, to repent at that time. The children of Israel had an opportunity to repent when, even before Saul was made king. They could have said, no, Father, we have sinned against you. We want you to be our king. It changes the trajectory of, of the path that you're on. I see a hand up. <laughs> That's me, Rabbi. What do, what do you say... Uh... How do you respond when, when, when people say, well, yeah, I'm doing gay pride and I'm gay, but what about the people who are fornicating? Sin is sin. How, how do you respond to that? Today we're talking about, right now you're talking about the, the, it's the same thing, by the way. It's the same thing. So if you're doing that, you need to stop that too. You know, in the, in the, in the brief, how to shot, talk about if you steal, steal no more. If you're fornicating, stop fornicating. The Torah says the same thing that you should, this should not be named amongst you. So there's no change. Y'all has not changed. So yeah, we're not making an excuse for it, right? Okay, go ahead. I see another hand. I see another hand. Well, you. My response to that would be, 
because another person is sinning doesn't justify your sin. Mm -hmm. You know, one sin does not justify another because you see another person doing it. It doesn't mean you go and say doing another sin that that justifies mm -hmm. it because this other person who claims to be a believer is over here mm -hmm. doing this sin. Both of you are just sinning. It does not exonerate you from your sin because there's yeah. another person joining you in yeah. sinfulness, yeah. you know, so yeah. Yeah, it's you know that phrase when we were growing up and you know you would say, but he hit me first and that's so I hit him back and your parents would go, two wrongs don't make a right. Or your our youth leader would say that too. She'd be like, two mm -hmm. wrongs don't make a right. You know, it's the same thing. Two wrongs don't make a right because that other mm -hmm. person is over there in error. Doesn't mean now you, you're justified in your error. It just means y'all both in error. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there because you hear a lot of that going mm -hmm. back. Yeah. Yeah. You can direct them right back to Leviticus. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy, all of the Torah, you'll find that subject, those subjects in there that we're not supposed to perform that. And it tells us, again, do not take on the ways, right, of the nation. So if that's what the nations do. We're not supposed to do it. And it's in the Torah, right? And they're all, well, you know, sins against the flesh. There's a recompense against the flesh. Spiritual sins, there's something for the spiritual sin as well. You see, so yeah, we we are our father is just, right? He is just, and so he gives everybody the opportunity to repent. There's so many platforms coming out. You know, I used to be a big fan of Judge Mathis, and now that his son has come out the closet, uh, Judge Ma uh, Mathis Jr. Now he's advocating, even when they're not on there talking about uh, gays and lesbians, he advocates for them. He just brings up all the time. So I, I've stopped watching him. And mm -hmm. then you have the brat who's having a baby uh, by mm -hmm. her wife. And and then you have the uh, Smith family. It's just so, and then we have the media who puts it out there and they just keep putting it out there with Dwayne Wade's son and, and the whole bit. It's just yeah. trickery. It's all trickery. It's, if they can do it, we can do it. Right. We have to stop that. Right. And so, and they're forcing it on you. And and the target is not the adults, by the way. The target are the young people. And we have to guard. We need good teachers, like Brother Daniel, Brother Griffin, educators. Those are the types of educators we need that are going to stay with the Torah. And and oftentimes they can be fired for standing up for justice. So we have to have our own educational system, right? So we need good, strong brothers in our educational system and sisters who will educate our children according to the contract agreement, okay? And so while we're in this place, and then and a lot of us are leaving, by the way, a lot of us are getting out of Babylon because this is where the war you know, we were taken from home and we were refugees over here. But we were actually, you know, we went into the continent of Africa from Israel and we went there to get away from the Romans who were trying to kill us, annihilate us at that time because of our rebellion. It's because of our rebellion. Again, our rebellion placed us where we are today, right? Our rebellion, and now the, the pot is getting hotter and the father's telling us it's time to make a move. Now, each one is going to be at a different time because the water gets hot in, in stages. 
So the times and the seasons are going to continue to go because we've got, he's given us time to get out. But when your spot gets hot, you know it's time to get out that water. My time is hot. The water is hot for me now. It's time for me to get out. Now your time may be different, right? Because I see the things that are going on. And I pray that my, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren don't have to be exposed to, and uh, many of them, unfortunately, are going to be exposed to it, praying that their family, their parents, will strengthen them and protect them from this foolishness that, that is being, trying to be, and they're trying to spread, not just in Babylon, but trying to get it into Eden. Eden, you see, people think that, you know, he, he, played, he took Adam out, took him out, out of the, toward the east, out of Eden, on the continent of Africa. By the way, y'all don't know that. Eden, continent of Africa, is still there. Still beautiful, still nutritious, still there. There's a place for you outside of this. What's it, it's heating up over here? I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, this place is heating up. It's in the media. It's everywhere you turn. Judge Mather, you know. He, and, and I understand this. There's no hate for people that are confused or that are the spirits have. And, and they don't like for you to say this. Spiritually, they have been deceived because that, you know, that the other side has come in. And so, you know, it's, it's, we don't have animosity for the people, but we want to expose them to the truth. And unfortunately, in some of our family members may be caught up in this thing, all right? And we still love our family members, but we're not going to follow them and we're not going to cuddle them and tell them, oh, it's okay, you know, it's, a, it's the way you are. We're not going to do that. We expose them to the truth of what's going on. Tell them this is what's going on in your body and in your mind. This is where it comes from. Remember, uh, I, oh, well, many of you didn't get the Tuesday night lessons. Not you all here, but people outside that may hear this. But it talks about the spiritual forces in wickedness and in high places, but we name them and what they do and what they've done. And we're still going through that on Tuesday nights. How they how they influence a body on the earth. Okay. And so you can teach this to your children and, and you have to do it on a continual basis. And actually in the womb while the child, you have to do this. Right? You have to do this. You see, and you have and 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 so. It's not that we have animosity toward, but we want them to know the truth, but we cannot, they cannot come into the congregation. They have to be on, and so that's why it says, Israel says, they're outside the congregation. He didn't destroy them. He said, they just have to be outside the camp. Notice that he didn't until they're what? Until they're reconciled. Then they come back into the camp. But as long as they are openly rebelling, you know, and, and just re in a rebellious state, you have to be outside the camp. Give you a chance to, to get the truth. And, and, and we have a responsibility, right, to show the compassion of the Father without compromising. Because we're not to take on the ways of the nations. We're not to be in league with the nations in their wrongdoing. That is the wrong thing to do. Even if you find yourself standing alone by yourself, 
you still have to stand. He says, after having done all to stand, you stand. Remember Lot, the story of Lot, how only he and his family were gone. And his wife, his lo he lost his wife because her heart. In her heart, she was still there. And remember Noah and his family. Only Noah and his, and his, his sons and their wives escaped the destruction. So you understand that while they were there, they were only ones, they were the only family. Everybody else was in open rebellion. And you feel like that. You feel like that oftentimes in this country that you are the only, I, according to Lisa and I, we thought we were the only one. When we were in Houston, Texas, we thought we were the only ones keeping Shabbat and desiring to keep, we thought, but we find out there are a lot of us here. We just scattered them out. We're scattered, but we're here. But you feel like you're alone because you just, you know, we're so, there's a, a remnant of us here and we're so few, but we're here. Nevertheless, we are here and you're not alone. Especially when you're keeping the covenant and you're praying, you know, when you pray in the morning and in the evening, we're all praying and you have somebody praying with you, you, you know, and, and I, I'm, I talk about the minion. But when we all praying at the same time in the morning, that is a minion. You see, we're praying for the children of Israel. We're praying that our children don't get caught up in, in, in uh, this thing of the world system. Keep us during our temptation, deliver us from evil. See, keep us during the hour. This is the hour of temptation. We're praying, Father, deliver us from the evil because it is an evil. It is an evil. Women after women, men after men, pronoun. You know, one day I'm male, next day I'm, I'm female. Totally against the laws of nature. Totally against the laws of Torah. Totally against the kingdom of God. You see, all this thing is wickedness. Keep us during the hour of temptation. This is an hour of temptation. And some of them demons are powerful. They have different rankings. And they will turn you if you're not strong. You hear what I'm saying? Some of them demons are so powerful, they will turn you by the words of their mouth. They will turn you and seduce you to, uh, like it says in the movie, to the dark side. It'll creep up on you before you know it, you're in it. You see? You understand what, you understand what I'm saying? You have to be careful. You think you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Some of them demons are strong. And they will convince you that it's all right. Make you feel guilty for knowing for doing righteousness. Make you feel guilty. How you like that? It's like being a gang member. Gang members go through and they find the weak one, the outcast, and they're going and pull him into that thing, sometimes by force. They'll get him in there, make him become a part of them. That's the same thing. I was I was in uh, this this class, this school I was taking in law, and there was one in there, you know, nice guy. We got along. We talked. You know, this brother tried to make a try to move on me, and I, I felt especially joking here. What is he trying to do? What is he trying to do? Subtly, and subtly, but he was one of those carriers. He was one of those that were ranking. He how he had a rank, and he had that power in him. 
I'm saying, well, my goodness. And, and you know, and, and being in law school, right? Studying law, you see, I'm saying, what is, this, what is he doing? See, these jokers have power. That's why I tell you, and I'm not telling you things that I haven't experienced. These jokers have power. And if you don't allow the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit to operate fully in your life, you will fall. But you can get back up. You will fall. If you don't obey the Torah, if you don't allow the anointing of the Father to dwell in your life, and do not compromise. Do not compromise, no matter who it is. No matter what family member or friend, do not compromise. I admonish you, do not compromise. Because if you do, you open up a breach and it will affect you and your family and you will go down in flame. Korah, Dathan, how many of them died? How many of them? See, they died. Plus the 200 that went the other way. There was so many of them died. They died of the plague. There was a plague. So some went one way and others went through a plague. We just went through a plague. That plague didn't touch the Garden of Eden like it did the rest of the world, by the way. But it, it tore up Europe. How many millions died in the United States? Texas was catching, Florida was catching it hard. That's, you know, look at it. India was, who was getting the, it was red. It was just red. They didn't have spots of red. It was just red. India was just red. Many of, much of Europe was just red. But you look at Africa, it was like little spots. Little spots. And they tried to say, well, it's called their skin was dark. Well, what do you think about India? Them are dark spots of them dark folk over there. But in, on the continent of Africa, in Eden, not like it. They, they said, well, they, they were hoping that they were hoping that the continent of Africa will be destroyed or decimated like they tried to do in World War I, the real World War I, transatlantic slave trade. They tried to, uh, to, to get all the, and they're trying to keep the males from being men, the men from being men. You know, I'm not, I can't say males, I say men, because you could be male and not be a man. So trying to destroy it, trying to, to take the queens, all our queens, and make them, you know, hate the men, and the men hate the queens. Couldn't do that in the continent of Africa. They try it now, fighting now. Stand strong. Africa, stand strong. Because the demons, those demons going over there talking about we're going to give you 60 million. They don't need that money. That continent of Africa, they got all the wealth. They have more wealth than any other nation on this earth. They don't need to try to influence with money or we can give you that. Don't, you don't need that. Keep your stuff. Keep it. You, you need us more than we need you. Europe will disappear if they don't get things exported because they the only thing they can grow is like potatoes or some. You can go up there and they can get some wheat. You can get plenty of wheat on Africa. You just go find a place that's fertile for wheat. Every prop, crop, everything that the other, we have it in abundance. And, 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 and that includes, you know, all of Africa, all that that belongs to the children of Israel and the Hamites that are along with us, our brothers that, that stuck with us. You know, they did fight against us sometimes, but that's that's what you call sibling rivalry, you know. So I'm on, I'm, I'm, I want you to understand that the world view of those who reject the rebellion of the world, you know, and the world will come against you. But we're you know, our father with us, 
they can't they can't win as long as we remain in the contract agreement they can't win they can't win there's no win so come back to Toro, my brothers you who have left and rejected come back remember who you are and who you are come back to the Torah come back keep the sabbath keep the feast you know you can always always repent come back to the Torah obey the Torah in the simplest not in religion not in not in and in, 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 uh, you know not religious no no come back to the contract agreement the lifestyle not customs and traditions. No, there are some customs and some traditions that are good. Come back to the life. Follow the example of Abraham Avino of blessed memory. A man, just like us. And look at his lifestyle. You know, study it and look at it and then live it. You know, come back to the Torah. Come back. Come on back. He's, he's there over there. You rebel your son that went out and found yourself in squalor. He said, he put the signet ring on your finger. Come on back. I'm appealing to you again. Come back to the Torah. Come back to your first love. Come back. Worship Yah. Worship the one you cannot see. There's no image of him. Right. You can hear him. We were at a, at a, a fellowship last night and I said, y'all don't hear what I hear. Y'all hear what I hear? Thunder. Y'all don't hear that? I hear the thunder. I hear the rumblings right now. I hear the rumblings right now. So he's well, it rained over there. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, I'm getting into some spiritual things now. You can hear you hear what I'm saying? There's a rumbling in the spiritual realm. Children of Israel are waking up, coming back to Torah. Come back to Torah. Come home. He'll put that signet ring on you. He'll put a diadem on your head. Come on back. As he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come unto me, all you who labor and heavy labor. Huh? Take my yoke upon you. The yoke of the Torah is what he's talking about, by the way. And learn of me. What are you talking about? Learn of the Torah. How to live by Torah. The yoke is easy and the burden is light. You don't have to worry about the world with this system. Come on back. Come on back. We love you. Yah loves you. He loves you. He gave you his Ruach HaKodesh, his most precious possession he given to you, his Holy Spirit. So come back. Come on back. All right. That, that's all. I'm going to stop right there. I hope I didn't get you kicked off of Facebook. <laughs> no, we can't get kicked off. Um, the Lord has shown me a way around that. We thank you for the word. Um, as Rabbi said, we are a, a group of love, but we have to keep it real. We have to give you what the Bible says. We can't lead you astray because uh, we're held accountable for that. And so um, if you have any qualms, you can always email us, text us, uh, and come on. We welcome you all. We welcome everybody here. Um, but we, we are about the truth. And so um, anybody have any questions? For Rabbi, before we do our closing prayer, any questions? Okay, uh, Minister Daniel, if you can lead us in our closing prayer, please. Thank you, Hallelujah. Thank you, Yah. 
you know, as we say, you know, come home. He who are weary, come home. Earnestly, tenderly, he is calling. Calling all sinners, Thank you, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this opportunity that we've had this day, this restful Shabbat day that you have hallowed and set aside for us, yeah. We thank you for your word that have gone out. We pray that those who hear that word would, would, would not only hear it, but become doers of that word. Return to Torah. Allow Yah to dwell within you. See what his Holy Spirit would do. For he loves us, he cares for us, and he desires to give us life and give us life more abundantly. So don't resist, but come on back home to Torah. And so, Father, we thank you, Father, that that word would go forth, touch hearts, touch minds, return your people back onto you, that will turn away from that which is not of you, but draw nigh unto those that you have called, those that you have ordained to be your children, that your children will not be deceived anymore, that their hearts will not be open to receive that which is not of you. You say your sheep know your voice, and another voice they will not obey. So may we now listen and turn back to hear that gentle voice of the Savior calling us to come on back home. Father, we pray that you bless the rabbi, bless his family, bless everyone that is in the midst. Father, hallelujah, that will continue to look unto you from whence cometh our help. And so we thank you, we give you praise, we give you honor, Father. Let this be a blessed Shabbat as we just honor you and glorify you in all that we do, that our words and our actions, Father, would align to that which you have called us to. So we give you praise, we give you honor. We pray for those, Father, that are sick, those that are ailing, those that just need, Father, Lord Jesus, direction from you, Father, that they would hear from you and be led according to your Holy Spirit. So we thank you, we praise you, and we adore you once again. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And Father, we just wanted to, in the mid-bar 15, you say, do not go with pouring after other powers, lest we be led astray. And then we would not see the blessings of Yah be upon us, the great rains and the latter rains that you promised unto us would no longer be ours. And so, Father, we just pray this day for those who do not realize, as Rabbi said, some of these powers, they are strong and, and you could be swayed, you know, and if it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived. So we pray for the elect. We pray that they would not be deceived. We pray for their covering. We pray that they would not go a whoring after other Elohim, after other powers, but that they will stand fast in the liberty wherewith we have been made free through what Mashiach has done for us and through what you have promised us that if we were to keep your commandments and to keep your Shabbat and to study, to show ourselves approved and act on that, that, Father, we would see those blessings that you have promised us. Blessed would we be in the city and blessed will we be in the field and blessed will we be in our going and our coming. Oh, Father, we cast down every stronghold, everything that exalted itself above the most high, Yah, and we proclaim victory in your name, in the name of your son, Yah, Shah Mashiach. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank you for the beautiful prayer from the Daniels family. We thank you for the teaching and the food that the rabbi have supplied. We thank you that Sister Lisa is going to bring our health is our wealth next week as we gather together and collaborate and we lift your name on high. We thank you, Lord, for the ability and we thank you for your discernment. We love you. We ask that you share our episodes. Um, our, as a mishpaha, we've collaborated and we've given you what we have, what the Lord has given us. And that's all we have to offer is, and it said the greatest love is one who will lay his life down for you. 
And that's what we do weekly. That's what we're doing weekly, laying our life down for you out of love, out of giving the word, out of delivering and letting the Lord use us as he sees fit. We ask that you share the episode. We ask that you leave the comments and we ask that you uh, log on again every Saturday. We thank you and we love you. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.